Welcome to everyone, this is Dan, I'm here with David. David was just telling me he bought Casper on DVD for $5. David, would you like to hear to comment? Uh, yeah. I bought it. Good movie. I've never seen it. It's good. Um, that's kind of, and it's not too scary either, which is good. Oh, that's good. You know, it's about ghosts. You think it's gonna be scary, but it's. I don't know if I would pay that much for a DVD. Casper's a, get this. Casper's a friendly ghost. You know. Yeah. He's not a you killer ghost. He's not a rapist ghost. He's not a racist ghost. He's pretty. He's, he's a pretty on, nice guy. He's on the polite side. Yeah, Casper's woke. Um, you were talking he goes about to church. Wreck and Rod before like uh, twenty minutes ago, right? Yeah. I tell you, after I'm done with this, I'm looking to wreck my rod with a nail gun if you catch my drift. <laughs> oh, I think I catch your drift. You're gonna shoot nails into your. Penis. Anyway. Oh. We got some topics prepared. Yeah, instead of the usual thing where I'm like scrambling to try to think of things to talk about, uh, and we usually do end up covering these things, it just takes a little tension off of me to, you know, be able to um, just look at my phone and just, it, it's telling me what to say. Uh, so David, you said you had a wrestling related story. Yeah, it's stupid, no, I think, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. All right. So, uh... I guess in the nine there's a in the nineties there's a wrestling promotion called ECW. I'm sure I've talked about it. ECW. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're kind of like an independent wrestling promotion. So like uh, a lot of the wrestlers, I guess, also did like other things for like they'd book sh- they'd book the shows and like touring arrangements and stuff like that. And uh, there were w- one of the wrestlers, this guy Taz, and he was in charge of designing all the shirts. And there was another wrestler, Sabu, who he had, like, serious, like, tension between. There was, like, you know, they weren't really on good terms. Yeah. So, I guess when he was designing his designing his shirts, because Sabu's, like, ring entrance, like, nickname was the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, death-defying Sabu. Okay. Uh, Taz wrote Sounds homicidal. Sounds like kind of a pussy, to be honest. Like, homicidal. Like, Taz wrote homicidal instead <laughs> of homicidal <laughs> on, like, a bunch of the t-shirts. <laughs> that's pretty good (laughs) good job uh, Taz yeah his gimmick was he came out dressed as the Tasmanian devil yeah he just came out with his face sticking out like a little hole in the mouth spun around just said a bunch of gibberish yeah no he was kind of like a mascot he he was also a world champion okay it's kind of an animorph situation he just morphs into a Tasmanian devil and, like, pees all over the ring. They're running around. Benny Hill themes playing. They're trying to catch the Tasmanian devil. Mm-hmm. Remember Greased Up Death Guy from Family Guy? No. You're yeah. going to have to explain this Family Guy joke to me. <laughs> he's just a Greased Up Deaf Guy. So he's got, like, a Deaf Guy voice, and he's greased up, and no one can catch him. Oh, okay. Yeah, it sucks. Anyway. <laughs> Did you know that Seth... Uh, McFarlane gonna be cryogenically frozen. No, I didn't know that. He's like on the list of people to be cryogenically frozen. Did you know in the late nineties he killed three women? No. Yeah. What's that all about? 
I don't know. He's a crazy guy. Only I know about this. <laughs> Only you know about yeah. this? He told me. Oh, wow. Yeah, when he was supposed to go on that plane from Boston to New York and uh, on September 11th, right. 2001. Mm, yeah. He was going to be on there, but then he saw me when I was like five at the airport because I was also supposed to be on that plane. Yeah. And he's like, hey, kid, let me tell you something. I killed three women in 1997. <laughs> I did it with a, a tire iron, one a nail gun. And the other actually she was running away and slipped on a banana peel and broke her neck and died instantly. <laughs> I'm a I'm a sick I'm a sick dog. I'm a dog for <laughs> sin. And he was supposed to get on the plane. But um they said the plane's already off, sorry buddy. So I I just sat next to him waiting for the next flight. And uh you know, a couple hours later we see the news, the towers are falling and I'm uh in a state of shock sitting next to a serial killer <laughs> who's also in a state of shock um and then but also relief and then you can keep killing when you watched family guy later you were like what the deuce <laughs> that baby's based on me as a five-year-old yeah yeah twisted guy seth mcfarland and little known fact about david stewie uh stewie he was the inspiration for the character Stewie on Family Guy. Stewie is not a funny character. I'm gonna say it. Well, I'm sorry, but that's your that's kinda your what you're gonna be known for probably. David you know, the way David sounds right now, like recording, he sounds completely he sounds exactly like Stewie the fucking baby from Family Dude or whatever. Family man. When he's not recording. This is his podcast voice. Actually, I think I this is his podcast voice. You wrong for that one, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's David's wrestling story crossed off. Yeah. Let's get into some rock news because I got a couple of good headlines here. A bunch of shit about the Taylor Hawkins uh, tribute show. Phil Anselmo was there. He Zeke Heiled at the end. Yep. There was a lot of fuck. There, it does. Idea. Who cares? Okay. Headline: uh, Gene Simmons likes giving me a hard time. Says Dave Mustaine. Gene Simmons loves giving me hard dick. Wait. It says Gene Simmons loves giving me hard time. What the hey. fuck's wrong with Dave Mustaine? <laughs> uh. So he was telling a story on a podcast. He's, I don't know what David Mustaine sounds like, so I'm just going to do... Uh... Hello, me, it's me again. That's how he sounds. <laughs> I'm up on stage. One of my guys are up on the stage, and Paul, Stanley, that's in brackets, and Gene are up on stage, and somebody says, Hey, Gene, how about a kiss reunion? And I said, Yeah, Gene, how about a kiss reunion? Oh, so he just stole someone else's bit. And he goes... <laughs> How about a metal? He goes. How about a Metallica reunion? How about? <laughs> um. There's some more here. Uh, that that's really that's the that's it that's the that's the story he told. That's the long and short of it. <laughs> but honest, that's all there is. Honestly, the story. what a dumb fucking story. There's a bunch of other details where it's like, just going into the. 
the Megadeth and Metallica shit. And oh, that's exactly what we need. More information about <laughs> this definitely well, fresh topic of <laughs> how Dave was in Metallica and then they kicked him out. I mean, it and is he's kind been of sad about it ever since. The, honestly, Gene really hit him. That was a pretty. <laughs> that was a pretty good response. <laughs> Uh, especially because he just like pirated someone else's what someone else said. <laughs> yeah, he gets blasted for something. He's like the foot in a uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. That's like the mob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hear what he said? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that. Uh, David Lee Roth re-records Panama in fourteen-song, two-hour session. I just gotta say, that's a lot of time to be spending on one damn song. Moving on. Leonard Skinnerd hanging it up in the next year or so. Say which, it ain't so. Which means nothing. You know, bands just like say like, yeah, we're going to be done. And then by saying or so, he's just extending it indefinitely. So, you know, maybe... Uh, What's music going to be like when Leonard Skinnerd kissing the Rolling Stones all retired? <laughs> How's it going to keep going? Yeah. Maybe they'll uh, hop on a plane and finish the job. <laughs> Maybe that's the plan. Honestly, when a band like that old announces, yeah, we're going to be hanging <laughs> it up. It's like, who gives a fuck? I know. You haven't made good music in like 30 years. Uh, you know who's in town tonight? It's not like I can afford to see your show anyway. Yeah. Ooh, this is good. Mickey Dolan's sues FBI over monkeys file. Who's Mickey Dolan? No, oh, Mickey Dolan's is from the monkeys. Oh, they have a file on the monkeys. I guess so. And he's suing their ass. He's hopping on the. Well, I heard what the file is is that they uh, conducted a series of child abductions in the nineteen sixties. <laughs> Everywhere they toured, they collected one kid. Mm-hmm. And depending on the city size, like if they were going to New York City, that was like, to them, 10 kids. Yeah. They take 10 kids. Uh, somewhere like, uh, I don't know, somewhere like uh, Cincinnati. That's mm-hmm. a one ki- That's like maybe half a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, L.A., that's like six kids. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. L.A. is big. Ten kids. Hmm. They're really sick puppies, the monkeys. <laughs> they really should. The FBI uh, should pursue everything they can to bring these Davy Jones and the monkeys to justice. Yeah, I'm going to... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to counter sue on the FBI's behalf. Yeah. And we'll see where that takes us. I'm going to let them know about my good friend, Seth McFarlane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, last thing in rock news, I mean... I. Well, a couple of things. We really, I okay. This is going to be kind of crazy to bring up during rock news, but the Detroit Jazz Festival is going on this weekend. Yeah, are you going? I don't know. I don't think so. No, I'm not going. Because the in five years. The <laughs> oh, you've gone. Yeah. Who was the artist in residence when you went? I don't fucking know. I was just going to go. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was five years ago. Yeah, it was five for fighting. I don't know. <laughs> it was five finger death punch. Uh, it was finger eleven. It was. What's uh, that name supposed to mean? It's uh, I don't know. What a dumbass name for a band. That yeah. one, yellow card. I mixed them and yellow card up for some reason. 
Yellow like, cards is kind of a lame name. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a movement. How how uh, generic of a how like lame of a name can we have? Brand new. Um, yellow card. Mm-hmm. I'm not recognizing a single name on the 2018 lineup of what for uh, the Detroit Jazz Festival. Oh wait, Chick Korea was there. It's kind of cool. Tia Carrera will be there. Yeah. Uh, did you see she was in that Joe Coy movie? I did, yeah. That sucks. Is it Brandon Wardell in that? Is, is he? I think he is. But yeah, it kind of sucks that Tia Carrera is in that. Yeah. She, I, she she deserves better, you know? Yeah. I mean, Brandon Wardell was in the shitty new season of Kerber Enthusiasm, too. He is? Like, every episode? No. there He just, like, walks by Larry on the street. That's it. But he doesn't say anything? No. No. Oh, what the f- is it an extra? Uh, not exactly, because you see his face for a few seconds. Like he got a credit in the, in the ending credits, you know. Wow, Brandon Wardell really was an Easter Sunday. That's fucking stupid. He was on the new uh, season of I think You Should Leave. Also, none of these performances are really a resounding like endorsement of him and his work, but. I don't really. I he did make a really funny tweet. I don't have like a huge problem with him either way, to be honest. I, I just, don't like his. I just don't like his laugh. It's too similar to yours. No, it doesn't sound anything <laughs> like my laugh. But uh, <laughs> I'm just not. I don't. Yeah, I don't really have any. I don't really know a whole lot about Brandon Wardell. Um, what the fuck? Oh, this is rock news still. Uh, okay, let's bring rock news to a close. Oh, Wu-Tang Clan is in town tonight. I heard, yeah, I heard Brandon Wardell opens, uh, is, uh, in Wu-Tang Clan now. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, that's a show I wanted to see. And Nas. And Nas, that sounds And cool. Busta Rhymes. You know who's definitely checking, that's a tour, right? They're on tour together? Yeah. You know who's definitely checking out that tour? Who? Michael Rappaport. He's gonna so. bust in his pants. He's gonna <laughs> be like making a a, a pu- like a public space like video blog on his phone. Mm-hmm. He loves doing that. I wouldn't know. I've seen plenty of videos where it's just him in a park or him walking into a building, like saying like, "Hey, yo, Duke. Like the thing about you know what Spike Lee said about me is, well, look, look, look. If everyone else commenting." You know, keep it to yourself, chump. Like, shit like that while he's, like, walking past people staring at him. Mm-hmm. That kind of uh, brings me to my, our next topic. Now, this one was submitted by um, my brother. Messaged me on Skype the other day. I'm just thinking about this picture I saw of him. Of Michael Rapp, my brother? Or Michael, Michael Rappaport. Uh, same person. I don't know what it is, but it's the face he's making in this picture is just... Anyway... So he um he was bringing up a local uh, someone who ran for I believe state senate uh in not not my district but uh in his district although he lives in China so do I, sometimes I imagine like what if the right wing freaks cut caught wind of my brother voting from China that would be really fucking funny it would be. 
<laughs> I'm like they, they he would be like the key to their uh election fraud takes being like well how if he's doing it imagine how many other folks Amer- coming from China <laughs> literally just like the combination of every buzzword imaginable but uh anyway uh this woman came in second it'd only make it better if he was doing it wearing a LeBron James jersey yeah he's he's got that and he's got like a Thanos like a Marvel Universe like snapback on yeah um so he sent me this woman's Twitter her name is now she's a public figure she clarifies this on her Instagram I can talk about her on my podcast it's fine she has her own podcast even her name is Brenda K. Sanders Middle middle initial K, not Cassanders. Brendan yeah. K. Sanders. She's a former district judge, trial attorney, painter, harpist, podcast host, author, college professor, and inventor. I don't know what she's invented, but he um was like, uh, he was just saying like, yeah, I did some investigating to see like who was running and like how they placed. And this woman came in second place. She got like five thousand votes in the primary. Or what is the position again? Uh, state senator. Okay. Not, like, in the federal Senate, but, like, the, the state of Michigan Senate. Okay. Now, I'm not trying to, like, make fun of her. Uh, she is mentally ill. Very much so. But it's kind of nuts that... Uh, well, I'm just going to pull up some of the, the, the messages my brother sent me. Because I feel like he he got to, got to the nuts and bolts of this better than I did. Which, so he sent me... He said that we should check out this woman for the show. Said this woman is a menace for real. Um, I did some deep. I I went down the Brenda K. Sanders rabbit hole. Uh, found out she had a podcast. I listened to an episode. Um. But he. His suggestion is that this must be a weakened at Bernie situation with some handlers of hers trying to get her in office for their personal gain or something. She could not independently run a campaign. Kind of sad for her, but also it's terrifying to think how long she was she a judge with undiagnosed mental illness. How many people's lives could have been affected by her? Also, unfair someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's basically the same person, can succeed, but this woman cannot. Sad. I like he hit us with the with the, sad, the Trump sad. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, little background on her. She was a judge in Detroit, a district court judge. Uh, from 2008 to 2014, and some at some point in like 20. 20- All I can think about is what I was doing then. <laughs> All I can think about is what was going on in my life in those years. Yeah, you were, you were, you were seventh. Your nose buried year. in school. Yeah, it was. Well, I was doing other stuff. Anyway, back to what this lady's uh, deal is. Yeah, so she tried to take time off. This is from a Free Press article. She tried to. She took time off in like 2012 for knee surgery that she said she needed to have but she came back and didn't get the surgery or anything she just took the time off cool and i don't know about any specific instances in which like oh well here actually this is what happened she was sending letters to like congress claiming that like her fellow judges are being murdered and that she was pointed as a suspect by the by the the newspaper and which didn't happen, um, and so Sounds cool if it did. So, now I get why she's an inventor. So inventing like cooler stories of life. 
So they like put her on probation and she didn't show up for any of her probationary hearings. So she just got booted off of uh, the courtship. Anyway, fair. so I've been checking out her Twitter. She does play harp. There's a lot of photos of her playing harp. There's a tweet she deleted, unfortunately, and I'm struggling to remember. I hate when that happens. Yeah, it was a good one, too. I'm struggling to remember what it was, but the gist of her tweets are all something like, uh, let's see, what's a good one? She talks a lot about getting, like, energy attacks, like her computer is attacking her, or, like, she wakes up and, like, her entire body's burning, or there's one specific one that I... Actually, she may have deleted it. Here's just a, here's a run of her tweets uh, from July 25th. I suffer from electrical and chemical torture nightly. I will polygraph. That's another thing she keeps saying, is that she'll take a polygraph test. I am just trying to survive the military attacks that are launched against me nightly. I will polygraph. I will wear my bulletproof vest tonight. It is the only way I can think of to protect myself. <laughs> Something hit me in my chest area last night. Planes everywhere. I went to the bottom. Something hit me in my chest. Planes flying over me. I'm attacked in my vehicle nightly. Electrical <laughs> and chemical attacks. My life is threatened to Ant today. He's <laughs> talking to Anthony Cumia there. <laughs> Five days later, she posted the good old days, and it's her playing a harp. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be like last week or something. The picture from like... And then it's she... a current picture. <laughs> She posted a video of a car that parked next to her, and this looks like a pretty full parking lot. But she was like, Black Chrysler 300 rolls up next to me in threatening fashion and parks right next to me, stalking. And she recorded a video of her, like, provoking this guy, <laughs> saying that he was provoking her. And he, she's like, what are you doing next? He's like, I don't know. You started talking to me. Okay, maybe she, he started talking to her, but I, I don't know, man. It, <laughs> just, I, I'm... The only, I'm not reading these tweets to like totally clown on her, you know, but it's like this woman received like 5,000 votes for Congress. What the fuck? And like yeah, my brother's point of her being basically Marjorie Taylor Greene is like, yeah, I mean, like in terms of where she's focusing her, like what party is she? She's a Democrat. Yeah, she's a Democrat because she was running, running she against weaponize her against Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> I, yeah, I want to see these two go head to head. <laughs> um, what's this lady's name again? Brenda K. Sanders. Yeah, she's got the vest. So Brenda K. Sanders is she's coming up on top in this battle. So I listened to an episode of her podcast, which was called like um, "Sexual Harassment" and my my experience with sexual uh, harassment from military or something. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt, and I really hope is that she ex-military. No. I really hope, like, nothing bad happened to her in the military. She wasn't in the military. She's claiming that the military is harassing her. She's not explaining. She kept implying that she was going to go into it, and she never explains what she meant by sexual harassment. Like, the podcast is literally called My Experience with Sexual Harassment. It's a total, like, misnomer. How popular is her podcast? At, well, in the other one I was listening to, she explains that she has listeners in 17 countries. I don't know how many people actually listen to it. I mean, I listen to, I, I only listen to, I only listen to a couple actually because how long she, are the episodes? It varies. Um, the one I listened to was like 26 minutes. The second one I listened to was two minutes. She has one. I thought you'd get a kick out of this, David. Uh, my experience with a FedEx truck and it's, 
an hour and 20 minutes long. I, I skimmed that one because I was trying to find her, her her story, but really she the her I wrote down some of her main talking points because she just brings the same things up over and over. Uh, she talks about being constructively evicted from her house, which I guess is because she thought she was being electrically and chemically attacked every night to the point that her house was not she couldn't be like live in her house. Um, which I'm sure wasn't the case. And then I, th- it seems like she lives in her car is what I have assessed. And I'm like, how did she even run for office if she lives in her car? She doesn't have an address. And that's why my brother was like, there must be someone like behind the scenes making this campaign happen. Cause it's like, I mean, I guess you, when you think about like John Dingle, you know, like, freaking 98 year old man who just keeps winning the election it's like he's not doing anything like he has his like children or like his handlers are just like making all the decisions for him but yeah but people like him so they just keep voting him in and he's an incumbent uh blackballed she talks about being blackballed a lot i think talking about like she keeps talking about trying to get a job and it's like i mean i guess maybe like living in your in your car probably makes that really hard yeah and she keeps blaming like uh, she's like, I don't know how they have my legal records. It's like, well, you applied to be a secretary at a law. Yeah, whatever. I'm not trying to make logic out of this this woman, but she keeps saying she's being gang stalked. She she always takes photos of like people follow like she thinks are following her when they're clearly not. Uh, she keeps talking about being chemically attacked. My, she also has an obsession with like chemtrails. She never says chemtrails, but that's. Too many planes in the sky. She's always taking photos of planes flying overhead. She keeps, she took a couple photos of ones that like made an X (laughs) that she says is marking her. (laughs) Um, And it's like, yeah, you you know what? You wish, you wish people were marked. Like there's gotta be a degree. It'd be kind of cool though. If someone like wrote in the sky with a chemtrail, like a personalized message, like you will die. Yeah. Or we're coming for you and it's in the sky, but just a message for you. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, and I, I yeah I feel like fine talking about this stuff because I don't think we have any fans. Uh, I mean, anyone who's going to like harass this woman <sighs> in the audience, but just like maybe to check her out, you know, at Brenda underscore Sanders on Twitter. Maybe take a look, check out what uh, what this person who almost won an election uh, is talking about. I hope she doesn't live in her car. I hope not either. You know, okay, I don't want to say where I work, but I think she keeps... But she'll, you have no problem saying where I work. <laughs> yeah, but you're on the move all day, you know. We haven't explained... We don't even know what garage you work in. Uh, but anyway... At Brenda underscore... Sanders. My vehicle is under attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think... I don't know. She has a bad knee... Very limited engagement. Let me see if I can find... Because she had a tweet that was like... Not that I want to talk, but... She was like, I woke up and my head was burning. It felt like a hot bowl of soup had been turned on the crown of my head. Do you think someone just went through a database of judges? Like a campaign... Like someone wanted to manage a campaign? Yeah. You think there's someone who's like, that's something I want to do, but they can't... Maybe. Is that something people want to do? Is like, I just can't wait to manage a campaign? 
I mean, yeah, probably. Like, and they just looked through a database of Michigan like judges. <laughs> like they figured like a judge is like a good mold for candidate to like yeah. grab. I, I and really they found her, and they were like, "We need to make this woman. Let's get this woman elected." Yeah, man. I think she deleted the bowl of soup tweet because that was a good one too. Um, As I work on my claims, my computer seems to send something to hit me in the chest. I keep thinking of uh, every time she talks about being <laughs> hit, hit in the chest. I think about the Egyptian magician. <laughs> I throw my chest in the audience. <laughs> um, but yeah, at the emergency room, bug bites. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> that one's. <laughs> yeah. So, all I'm saying is, I hope Brenda gets the help she needs. I hope her family's like actually taking care of her and not like just trying to exploit her for political gain because that'd be pretty fucked up. Maybe that's who wants to run the campaign. Must be the campaign manager, the family member. Because yeah, based on the podcast I listen to, it doesn't sound like she has any permanent home. Um. Although she has a second Twitter account that stopped updating in like 2019, I think. An alt account. Kind of, but it's all, it's none of this type of stuff. It's all very normal. Like, and if there was this type of stuff, maybe she deleted it. I don't know. Maybe she's schizophrenic and, like, she'll have an episode and then she'll see all the stuff she tweeted and she's like, oh, shoot, I got to get rid of this stuff. But she had a tweet, she had a podcast that she recorded from, like, an electrical, I don't know what the, what, like, the agreed upon term for being electrically attacked is, but it was a rally of, I mean, probably, like, three people. Uh, outside a courthouse and she interviewed all of them they were talking about how like the military has superpower like electrocharge guns that like shoot people with electric rays and like it i don't know scrambles big their if brain. true yeah <laughs> big if true <laughs> um but yeah it, i don't know it's it is funny she tweets i like her tweets are funny i mean i'm sorry fire. she is mentally ill but like she tweets funny stuff these are electrifying <laughs> They're hitting me in the chest. They're so good. <laughs> they check this one out. This one's got a bit of. She puts some stank on this one. Yeah. Like a bit of a twist. Yeah. Same old song. A little different. Mm. A little walking baseline on this one. <laughs> Talking to prospective employer and cell phone starts shocking me in the area of my heart. I had to hasten the call. Yeah. <laughs> now I like that she said the area of my heart because what is that? The chess. Yeah. Now that's a new. So I think a new riff coming out of it. That that is something she that's has brought up before. When the nasty riff comes back, but slower. She brought up being woken up by electrical attacks affecting her pelvis and ch- like chest. But maybe there's something more to this because then she gets reply on this one. Oh yeah. I've experienced extremely disabling dues. D e w s. Oh okay okay. So this I checked out this woman's Twitter too. We'll kind of finish it for the yeah, yeah. podcast. Coming through the phone. So strong caused my phone to make frying sounds, hitting me in the abdomen. I couldn't walk well afterwards for a few days. I get hit a lot via phone and computer. Yeah. So w- what's the story here, Dan? Um, I don't know. Just, like, she's just the same type of person. I looked at her Twitter, and here's where I got... um. This is where I started getting, like going uh i don't know you know sometimes you just spend too much time on twitter and your brain starts to like leak out your ears sort of yeah this is uh i just read her 
It's like unintelligible. She has like fifty emojis in her like profile name, right? Yeah, but her bio. Did you read her bio? What is it? Okay, well, I'll just read it. Uh, they planted do devices in my attic to assa- It's all caps, by the way. Yeah. To assassinate me during my sleep, if needed. Period. Heart attack or dying in sleep, not probable unless killed. Oh yeah. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. So she's like, if I die in my sleep, it's because I was killed by the military. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is her, her campaign photo. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, I was looking at it. <laughs> it's kind of faded in. Okay, I already watched. Oh, m- my other favorite thing she does is... I follow her on Twitter now. Oh, nice. Um, received my campaign cards today, and here comes the rain. Next tweet two days later. Job interview today, and it is raining like crazy. Now, I, I went further back and I found some other tweets about rain. I It seems as though... You could search the word rain. Well, she believes that rain... Like, the military is targeting her with rain. Like, you, controlling the weather. Okay. That's that's what I... That's another thing kind I... Kind of like an put. 80s Saturday morning cartoon twist. Yeah, I don't know. S- Starting out my, to walk my dog, and the rain starts again. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. As I try to get out of my vehicle, it starts to pour down rain once again. And now, I don't know if it's her just being like, oh, what, what's up with the rain? Like, but in context of the rest of her tweets, I'm like, she thinks, maybe she thinks that the rain is on purpose. Yeah. That's just a guess. I don't know. Just another way she's being tortured by the military. Oh, she had something in her podcast about, she described, you know, she talks about the planes flying overhead, dropping chemicals on her and stuff. I liked, she said once that a helicopter descended on her house in her yard, and that's my favorite one. Because I'm just, I'm just picturing that, like, uh, wouldn't you take a picture of that? If the, stalked by planes and cars. Yep. <sighs> So I feel bad for her. I hope she's okay. Hope no more chemical attacks, no more electrical attacks. Yeah, I hope she's okay. Now, last night, Dan, I was trying to sleep. Yeah. When suddenly I was attacked by an electrical force from my outlet next to my bed. Oh, shit. In the chest. And then when I woke up, the electricity that struck me in the chest took the form of the ghost of Bugsy Siegel. (laughs) So I'm going to have to stay here for the night. My my apartment's being haunted by electric ghost Bugsy Siegel. Oh, that blows. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Okay, continuing down the insane people on Twitter thing. Uh, she, yeah, that woman that you mentioned in her replies. I was checking out her Twitter, looking at her retweets. I saw one that was uh, simply an image of two different blood clots. One was on a metal tray and. Ne- there was just like text added next to each one. One said normal blood clots. The other one said abnormal blood clots. And uh, one, you know, I'm just going to find it and show you the picture. Yeah, actually, you know what? I can't, where the fuck? Oh, yeah, here she is. And it's just when you get into that like part of Twitter where people. <laughs> I just love when people post, like, vortexes and shit, and it's like, this is crazy. Or, like, just pictures of, like, syringes and, like... Oh, here we go. 
That's disgusting. It is disgusting. These people post the most disgusting pictures and then like get 500 replies of people being like, wow, this is really interesting. This is yeah, basically big if true stuff, but not big if true because they think it is true. Anyway, it looks like a, it. what I found out is a thrombosis clot, which is like a weird um, fucking, it's a thing that happens in your heart. Anyway, this woman just posted this picture, no replies or anything, but she's like, she she works in medicine, it seems like, uh, and she just posts, posts like insane stuff um, about like, you know, rebels and like how you shouldn't get the vaccine because it's bad. <laughs> and this is Brenda still? Oh man, some like Hillary freaks are arguing with her now. Um, whose Twitter are you looking at? Sorry, it's not uh the reply. It's it, not Afro mentioned. No, no, no. People. This is just like a post from some like nurse or like quotation marks nurse. But anyway, it's everyone being like that thing looks like an alien. I'm glad every day that I never got the jab. And a bunch of people calling, you know, complaining about the vaccines and shit, but. Hey, uh, speaking of the jab. Yeah. When are you? Are we get? Did you get? A, when do we get fourth jab? <laughs> what is that? What's the, what's the news on that? I can't wait for my new jab. Uh, I think in the fall there's another one. Okay, good. Anyway. Yeah, I don't when know. New jab drop. I just the the this anecdotal shit just is so annoying to me because no one, huh? When's the new jab drop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta yeah. get it. Um. I like a sneakerhead, but for the jab. It's just so annoying that people just post, like, insane shit, and then other people uh, post, like, less insane shit, but they're just like, you know, wow, this is totally wrong. And then they're, like, sources, and it's like, uh, yeah, well, you first, though. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I Epic don't know. times, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I heard a guy look in real at these life. No context. Check out these blood clots. And then people are being like, it's an alien. And it's like, uh, no, it's there's a name for it. It's a thrombosis. This person just like, I don't know. Uh, they, they just post this stuff because they know people are going to run wild or just run with it. And uh, I don't know. It just freaks me out when I like scroll down these quote tweets or these replies. And I'm like, there's none of these people even like. They're like you're you're the sheeple, but it's like what about you? What what are you even? What is your whole deal? Like what is what is your day to day life like? It, it's how do you even function? Sorry, I'm I'm trying. I'm, uh, probably they experience multiple uh, electrical attacks. <laughs> Their you're right. You're right. Has been bugged. <laughs> <laughs> They're at war with the printer. Yeah, they just keep getting faxed <laughs> pictures of a, like a. Someone's ass cheeks. And Someone that. keeps sending me pictures of my nephew's asshole. <laughs> they send them a fax of a, of a zip tie, and they're like, "Oh my Every god, time I'm I being come marked to, for abduction." To the family printer, it appears that my son's someone put my son's ass on the printer. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna get a headache talking about this stuff. Let's let's move on to a different topic. Something light. Something. Uh, where there are less freaks involved, maybe movies. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, we were going to talk about Knock Knock. You had some words about Knock Knock. Yeah, it's a fucking movie dumb. which I think is really funny and <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, what do you It is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, there's like It's free. It was free pizza. <laughs> it was free pizza. <laughs> what a stupid line. Why is It's so funny. Come on. Why <laughs> It is funny, but it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, then what's wrong with it, you know? Uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, he does, like, there's, like, a face he makes when he's, I think it's, I can't remember at what point in the movie, but he, like, it looks like he's trying to make 14 different facial expressions at once. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Keanu. Yeah. It's like he's like, don't do this. <laughs> so just real quick, this movie is. Uh, oh, no, it's when uh, the business partner comes over. I forget his name. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he dies. He's like, "You killed him! You killed him!" <laughs> yeah, he makes like yeah, seventeen pretty... facial expressions at once. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, but just real quick, this anyone? I think we've talked about it before, maybe even. But, uh, so Keanu Reeves, who at this point in his career, I'd say pretty confidently, can no longer act. <laughs> like after the Matrix, he just gave up. Um. He, you know, he's like an architect and his family goes on vacation. They live in a cool house. And then a couple of like hot girls show up to on his front door in the rain. And they're like, hey, can we come in? It's raining out here and we got lost. He's like, uh, okay. I think he's resistant at first, right? And then eventually he, he lets him in. I'm voting for Hillary. <laughs> anyway, they uh, kind of like seduce him and eventually um, uh, rape him. And then. Well, no. No, that's not what happens. First, they have consensual style. Oh, sex. yeah, okay, yes, yes. Well, no, actually, they do kind of coerce him into it. Though. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah, it kind of rides the line, but. It is, yeah. But anyway, then they hold him hostage or blackmail him to, I don't know, just literally, like, fuck with his life. They don't really have any goal in mind, do they? No, they have zero motive. Yeah, which I think is part of what makes the movie so goofy. Yeah, it's like... I kind of appreciate that about it, though. It's like, you know what? Maybe not everyone really has... And maybe they're just like these crazy girls going to... I mean, not a realistic movie, but I think it's entertaining. Well, they have like... um, The end, they state like, we've done this to many guys. Yeah. Everyone fails the test. And it's like, you mean the test where you forcibly <laughs> suck his dick? <laughs> Man. Yeah, they had... Sign me what? up for that test. There were multiple movies where it's like, man, Keanu Reeves should really just <laughs> strike these. <laughs> 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 it's like the one thing you could have done to like. Yeah, put like, these hoes in their place. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not that kind of guy, but like in this kind of case, you know, he should just uh, like turn her these women. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, and uh, we should mention... It's or it's like, they dug a hole. You could murder them and <laughs> <laughs> like bury them oh, in the ground. God. That's, that to that's me that, like the thing they're not expecting you to do. Yeah. To me, that's the best part of the movie. Is that, <laughs> that's that's what makes it all worth it. Is Oh, it should, we should mention it's an Eli Roth movie too, so it's just like, I don't know. It's like w- gross and weird, but also funny. That's just kind of his thing. All his movies are basically the same, like, tonally and story-wise. Just, I don't know. But not story-wise, I guess. But anyway, yeah, they bury him up to his neck. He's trapped. They leave. They put his phone in front of him. They upload a video to his personal Facebook of them having sex, right? That's what happens? Yeah. And then (laughs) he he tries to delete it. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he taps it with his nose and hits like on accident. <laughs> and then he goes, no. Hella comments like, this is disgusting. Unfriended. My kids can see this. <laughs> Just likes his own video. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's the two options to delete or like. <laughs> and he hits the wrong one. Uh, yeah, good stuff, man. Going back, I, I don't, I I don't know how like that you can watch that movie and not acknowledge that that is least is like, it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> not to condone, you know, like, you know, it's never a reason for a man to lay hands you know, commit adultery is what you're saying. A fight, fight oh, a oh, woman. Oh, okay, yeah. But Keanu Reeves has it served to him on a, a silver platter. Yeah, it's free pizza. <laughs> it's for free. him to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to punch these women. <laughs> the perfect reason to, and it, it, it is like a Steve. It's like he doesn't think like he's like, how am I gonna stop them? And it's like there's this invisible lot, like invisible thing that's like the movie saying it's like because he can't hit a girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, he's the gentleman. Yeah, know? he's like, how am I gonna stop them without actually doing anything? Yeah, <laughs> he's got a pretty cool. Like, there's home a gun. There. They established by the end. Oh, there was a gun in the house all along. Why wasn't he like? Because later on in the movie, he's like, I know what I'll do. Now that they're out of my house, because they know where I live, I'll turn the lights off so they think I'm not home. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you just have the gun right, ready to rock yeah. right next to you? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. yeah. He's got a pretty cool house in that movie, though. Yeah. I like The the girls in that movie are pretty hot, too. Yeah, like, they are. Uh, you got Ana de Armas, who, uh, yeah, she's pretty cool. And then the other one is Eli Roth's wife, I think. Or his ex-wife, maybe. Wife at the time. Waifu. <laughs> yeah, you got Ray Ray Ayanami superimposed over the movie. It, the 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 divorce cut is just like his <laughs> anime waifu imposed over his ex wife. Yeah, I'm being raped by an anime character. <laughs> uh. Yeah, knock knock. Can't live with it. Can't live without it. In my opinion. Uh, I also watched Bugsy yesterday. Yeah, who plays Bugsy Malone in that? Is it who? Or Bugsy, not Bugsy Malone. Who's that? Who's Bugsy Malone? Oh, Bugsy Malone is a basketball player, I believe. Oh. Wait, no, Bugsy Malone is a movie also. Uh, I'm thinking of Bugsy <laughs> Moogs. Wait, it's a gangster musical comedy. I don't know what the fuck this is. Bugsy Siegel, though. What is oh is Warren Beatty in that or something? Oh no, Muggsy Bogues is the five three uh, basketball player. Okay, so Bugsy that's about Bugsy Siegel and uh, Warren Beatty. Well, plays. it's not about Bugsy Siegel and Warren Beatty. Uh, Warren Beatty actually plays Bugsy Siegel. Oh okay, okay. They're not Thanks. actually uh, contemporary characters. Thanks in for the clearing film. that up. Mm-hmm. I visited Bugsy Siegel's grave actually when I was a. Uh, I, one of the times I visited Hollywood Forever Cemetery, he's just one of those great. It's like not even a gravestone. It's just like he's in the hall where people put their ashes, and it's just like a little slot in the wall. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like a drawer. Um, and there was like some woman had like kissed it and left like lipstick on the grave, which is disgusting in my opinion. But 
you know. Hot I guess I appreciate the gesture. Very cool, in my opinion. Very cool move for that lady. I mean, I I don't know. I'm I one to talk. I beat off. I he jizzed. beat off when he saw it. Well, no, I jizzed all over Dee Dee Ramone's grave, which is out there too. Dan saw the lipstick marks and like that sexual style and started beating off to it. <laughs> uh, Bugsy was okay. Yeah. I mean, Warren Beatty's really good in it. Let's see. But my issue with the movie was that it feels it feels like at times they're like trying to be like they show Bugsy Siegel do some wild shit. Yeah. You know, he kills like three people halfway through the movie. Uh, and at one point there's a scene where like he gets into a fight with uh, Annette Benning. Okay. <clears throat> at the same time, like they're having dinner, they get into a fight, and she's like, "You know, I'll leave." He's like, "Wait right here," because he has someone come in that he has to like have a meeting with he's like you wait right out here yeah. and then he just starts like roasting the fuck like just really yelling at this dude and at one point he like he's like get down on all fours and beg like a dog <laughs> it's like this big like rotund man and he's like come on bark and he's like what but bow wow no you're not putting up bark in it <laughs> and this guy's like on all fours like going in a circle like going bow wow <laughs> it's like <laughs> pretty good and then he comes out and it's like I, I, like my initial is like oh okay this is the scene where she realizes Bugsy Siegel's a monster now she bangs him the second he gets out of there <laughs> <laughs> hmm. so it feels like the because Warren Beatty is the most charming man of all time uh, they couldn't really uh, redeem him he couldn't figure out what line to take. If he's is he's bad guy, is he good guy? Is he good good bad guy? Is he bad bad good guy? But by the end, they do try to be like it. Like it's so sad. Bugsy Bugsy Siegel is dead. And it's like he's been like a monster this whole movie. Yeah. He believed he himself could kill Benito Mussolini with an electrical attack to the chest. <laughs> Uh, I just want to make it abundantly clear that that if you see knock knock tell me that Keanu Reeves is kind of a weird-looking dude these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's kind of like uh, carved out of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> he does not look right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me is like, they want to fuck him? Because he's a DJ? Because <sighs> he's a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> let's, keep, let's go back to that. Uh, yeah. Let's just go back to knock. I don't really got anything else to say about Bugsy. Okay. Yeah, I like the <laughs> the bits where they're DJing. Yeah. And again, I really <laughs> want to emphasize, this podcast does not condone violence against women. No. At all. Nor electrical. No, no form very, of yeah. chemical electrical tax. Not, not cool. Mm-mm. But Keanu Reeves really wasn't trying to defend himself at all in this movie. Mm-mm. And you know, maybe... And the, uh, uh, and maybe he wanted it. May, yeah, may, I think maybe that's a little bit the point of the movie. Is it's like that scene where <laughs> they have him tied to the bed is so fucked up. Mm. <laughs> that scene is awful. I think that's where a friend of ours uh, turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, understandably. 
Yeah. He starts getting for time he's into it. Yeah. Oh, I guess he does fight in that scene. Uh huh. Not enough. No. His heart wasn't really in it. No. Um. Yeah. You ever see Green Inferno? No. <coughs> I, I, for a second, I thought you meant Green Room. Oh no. You know that movie, the the other yeah. Yellow Roth movies. Yeah, after I watched Knock Knock, I went through his his, his filmography, his discography. That too. one, you might like that one a little better. Isn't it really gross? Kind of. I mean, it's like an homage to Cannibal know, like, Holocaust. Yeah, those exploitation movies, but uh, I don't know. The, I mean, the premise is kind of funny, where it's a bunch of like, uh, dumbass like uh, we want to fight for you know. The environment teens or college students go to like the just make the dumbest decisions possible to like just go into the middle of nowhere in a jungle and be like we're gonna help these people and then totally get fucked up <laughs> they get fucked yeah I mean no I don't think they do but <clears throat> yeah maybe I'll watch it but it's kind of like morbidly funny it's it's got entertainment value to me I don't know I mean like I think Eli Roth is like an interesting filmmaker just for, I don't know. He makes stuff that pushes people's buttons for sure. Like, I mean, even the Death Wish remake, I didn't think was like great or anything, but I didn't think it sucked necessarily. And I think it like, it just kind of dropped at a really like contentious time uh, for gun control. Yeah. And like, I don't think he's, I think he is probably pro gun control, but, uh, I think maybe the movie was misread or something. Or just, like, it just came out at a bad time. And also, like, who cares about a Death Wish remake starring Bruce Willis? Kind of hard to <laughs> get yeah. people on the, on the wagon for that one. I mean, I really don't even care about Death Wish. I've heard some of them are funny, but that's about it. The, pro- the premise, I mean, the fact that that's a franchise is funny. Yeah. That people just keep hurting his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, when are you people going to get the message? He has the most preyed upon family of all time. <laughs> why does he this also, keep happening to me? Wh- why does this keep happening? Why do I keep leaving my family to have a second alone? <laughs> the most absent father with the most vulnerable <laughs> family of all time. Uh, I checked out um that new movie Watcher. Never heard of it. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the Brady Snellis podcast, you would have heard of it. Well, I'm not keeping up. With it. <laughs> I did listen to the Jerry Stahl episodes. Those were good. Yeah, Jerry Stahl's cool. I like Jerry. I like that. I, although it, it's kind of crazy that he was just like on all of the podcasts I listened to within the past month. Really? What other ones is he on? He, I mean, he was on Chapo. He was on WTF. <laughs> he had a two-parter for with Brady Snellis. So it felt like I listened to four podcasts involving him. And he kind of kept telling the same stories over and over. Good stories, but, you know, I I didn't need to hear him over and over. Yeah. But, well, uh... Well, he's not... Mm. Yeah, he's not catering to you. This is true. He's just trying to sell his book, which I... I'm <coughs> not going to buy, uh, to be fair, but... You know, good for him. I, I, I like that guy. But anyway, um... You know, maybe he'll be a friend one day. Maybe he'll come on the show. Maybe he can be on yet another podcast that I listen to. My own. <laughs> I'm just thinking about 
Yeah, we can ask him what he thinks about the ending of Knock Knock, where he <laughs> likes his sex tape. Um, <laughs> he posted to Facebook. Uh, yeah. Um, kind of reminds me of like mm. uh, that scene. Kind of reminds me of like a fear. I think I was discussing with uh, your brother and uh, Joe one time, mm-hmm. where we were talking about like. You guys ever like look at porn and then worry you shared it to Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, I mean, like, if you're, if you're a public figure, if you even accidentally like something on on Twitter that's porn related, that's you're gonna be in the news for oh, like a week at least. I mean, uh, especially if it's I don't remember which was it. Ted Cruz liked like the family. Like what, a st- stepsister porn or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Um. Yeah, that's definitely. Uh, he probably says something really annoying, like "me likey" when you see something <laughs> that turns him on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, as far as the sharing stuff, I I, I like that. There's a. I think I brought up on the show before, but I've, I've heard that about Pornhub has a share option. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is funny too. But I've heard about that one porn. If you game. liked it here. Share it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so funny to make make an account like a, a like a wint or yeah. something like that, and like your timeline is just sharing like porn videos. Yeah. Oh, they're out there. But yeah, that one uh, like porn game from Japan that if you illegally downloaded it, it would take your picture and upload it to a website. <laughs> 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 I want to go to that. I want to see the pictures it's taking of people. <laughs> yeah. Like, at what point does it take your picture? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Is it like a dark side fill? Do you know who that is? Yeah. You know what happened with him? Kind of. He was jerking it on stream or something. He was streaming, but before he, he didn't realize he it was recording already, so he figured he'd bust before he get started recording. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's Good weird. old DSP. Uh, but yeah, Watcher was okay. I I would say I liked it even. Um, and I rewatched Somewhere by Sofia Coppola, which or I didn't rewatch. It. I watched it for the first time. One of those movies that like uh, I mean, like many of her movies, <clears throat> kind of like Lost in Translation, where it's like, what is even happening in this movie? Like, nothing. There's nothing happening in this movie. But I liked it anyway. I watched uh, Rathacon the other night. Nice. Speaking of Sofia Coppola. <laughs> what does that have to do with her? <laughs> oh, yeah. She directed that movie. Oh, yeah. Star Trek Rathacon. She got um, she directed a movie. My Bloody Valentine to do the score. Kevin Shields. Yep. Yeah. That's something people don't know is My Bloody Valentine actually formed to do the soundtrack to Rathacon. Jason Schwartzman is in it. Jason uh, in it. You know what's wild? Like, even though he's a Coppola, I don't think I've seen Nicolas Cage in any, like, Coppola-associated movie. Have you? Well, he's doing his own thing. No. Oh, well, okay, he was in The Outsiders, I think, right? Or Rumblefish, or both, maybe? And I don't then, know. He wasn't in The Godfather. I'm not on Coppola's dick like you, I guess. I like some of his movies. I don't think he's made a good movie in a really long time, probably. But Francis Ford Coppola? Yeah. Let's find out. But keep going. No, he really hasn't released a good movie since probably the 90s. Not since Jack, you know. The last good one. Yeah. Why are there cockroaches? I'm experiencing an electrical attack. Anyway. These are, uh, why are there cockroaches? I'm experiencing an electrical attack. <laughs> yeah. Francis Ford Coppola's <laughs> last couple of movies. 
Yeah, we're actually reaching the end of the show here, so um, maybe. Well, we can... let's talk about Wrath of Khan. Okay, yeah. Did you like that one? Yeah. That movie rocks. That movie really claps cheeks. I gotta say. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> I don't even really care about the Star best Trek. Star but... Trek thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, and this is coming from. I mean, me. I don't really care about Star Trek, so I was pretty impressed by Wrath of Khan. I'm into it. I like Star Trek. I don't. I don't feel like one way or the other fan. about it. Like I don't know all this. I don't know like everything about Star Trek, and I haven't finished. <clears throat> I've never watched Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. except for that one time that we were recording and Dylan wanted us to put it on in the background with the sound off. Can he beat Space Nine? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that should be the next Star Trek captain. Is Dan Quinn? And he's like you know he's riding the Enterprise. Making videos on the bridge, like you know, you know, me and Sulu are boys, but you know, if he comes to me, you know, if he tries to queer the deal with me, I'm a, you know, <laughs> you ever seen a white boy f- fist this fast? I don't think so. I can't. <laughs> I'm kind of out of the Dan Quinn. I can't really. Who's the pressure. captain in Deep Space Nine? So I'm a throw. Is it Picard? No, I oh. don't remember his name. Oh, oh it's Cisco. Oh, I don't know who that is. I was going to do Picard going, and here come the Vulcans to <laughs> queer the deal. <laughs> Let me put it to you like this, Playboy. <laughs> you you Romulans come up here, and uh, you want to you wanna accuse me? You want to accuse me of stealing $35? Bitch, I, I am a... Basically, a millionaire. Basically, I, I own the crew. They're like my boys. <laughs> Basically, I am the Enterprise. And to accuse me, I'm. You know, where were you guys? Remember three years ago when you guys needed a hundred bucks? Well, you know, you never repaid me. And basically, I could. Uh, if you keep coming at me. I'm going to come over there, and I'm going to waterboard you, and you might not make it, <laughs> Playboy, because I'm not a pro. Oh, you just started, <laughs> you just really lost the accent. <laughs> just yeah. turned into Dan Quinn. <laughs> Dan Quinn's the captain of the Enterprise. All right, well, you got anything else to say about Wrath of Khan? It was really good. Yeah, I agree. Good movie. Yep. And, uh, you know, if you want to... Watch Wrath of Khan. Yeah, watch Wrath of Khan. But uh, if you want to... If you want the surefire way to prevent chemical and electrical attacks from the military, from planes, helicopters, your phone, computers, the one thing you got to do is you keep listening to this podcast. It's free pizza. And Uh, tell your entire family and friend group about it. Yeah, it's free pizza. It's free pizza. (laughs) 